You are listening to the Redefine Wellness Podcast, where you restore the body, renew the soul, revive the spirit, and repeat daily. For more information, please visit redefinewellnessmn.com. I'm your coach, Lindsay Wenland. Let's get started. Welcome to the Redefine Wellness Podcast. This is episode eight. I have decided to call it going after your inner critic. The podcast that I had planned on recording for episode eight is still in the works. It's still coming. But as I was having my quiet time this morning, I believe the Lord took me on a journey. And after I went on this journey, I believe that I'm being directed to show, to share what I learned. Starting 2020, I will be going more in depth into Proverbs. I've read a Proverbs um, or a proverb almost every day for 10 years now. But I believe that the Lord wants me to slow down in the book of Proverbs and really digest it. And starting tomorrow on January 1st, I will also be adding the book of Matthew to my study. But instead of reading it, this is what it says. I am to slow down and really grasp the concepts that I'm reading I've been in Proverbs 3 for quite a while and jumping around to different verses within Proverbs 3. A couple of days ago, I started at Proverbs 3.1 and I've been sitting there. In the Amplified Version, it reads, My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. It's a really easy thing just to blow past something like that. Don't forget and remember. As I've been writing and finishing up the Redefine Intensive, and as I've been working within and writing podcasts, what I've noticed is my natural focus right now is all about renewing the mind. Listening to the words and the things that we're actually thinking and slowing down enough to listen to my own and to help those around me listen to theirs. I've been focusing a lot on meditation because that's another way to slow everything down and actually be able to listen to your thoughts and take them captive and see if they're true. I looked up the Hebrew that this text was written in. My son, do not forget my teaching. The word teaching there is Torah or law. But let your heart keep my commandments. The word commandment there is mitzvah. And we are in living in New Testament times, not the Old Testament. We don't live by the law. We don't live by the old Leviticus commandments 
but we do still live by one commandment that Jesus Christ gave us. This leading, letting your heart keep my commandments. If we expound on letting your heart in original Hebrew of Leb, I think it's lav in the pronunciation, or I have those backwards, I'm not sure. But it means inner man, the mind, the will, the soul, the knowledge, the thinking, what you reflect on, your inclination, your resolution, determination, your conscience, your memory, your moral character, your seat of appetites, your seat of emotions, your seat of passions, and your seat of courage. I've been sitting on this verse for a few days and I thought of the commandment that Christ gave us to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. This commandment that Christ gave us, first we put God in first place. We love him first with everything that we have. But if I am to love my neighbor as I love myself, this implies that I am to love myself. This does not imply some self-love that I am above you or I am above God or anything like that. This implies that I know who I am, that I know my identity, and that I live and work and operate in a place of rest because I love myself, because I'm loved. When I was walking through this, I prayed for myself to remember and not forget that Jesus fulfilled the law It is not something that I have to do. I do not have to be perfect. I do not have to perform. That's why I needed a savior in the first place. I also prayed to let my heart, my soul, and my will, and my emotions keep his commandment. To keep God first. I then asked the question what it actually looks like applied to loving God with my whole heart and soul. This means that I live surrendered. I live surrendered to God. I don't live surrendered to my own emotions. And I don't live surrendered to my own will or my own way of thinking about my life. I live surrendered to the word and what that says. In my mind, Loving God with my mind, it means that he has first place in my intellect. That I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to. That what his word says goes. It's first. With my strength, I equate this to loving him with my body, which means that I steward my body with 
well-intentioned, being in the food that I eat, the way that I move it, what I put in, and what I put out. The big line of Proverbs 3, 1, that I stayed on, because it isn't just about do not forget. That's completely in the knowledge. That's completely in the mind. But it's the let your heart keep. A couple scriptures came to my mind of Jesus said, do not let your heart be troubled. And in Philippians, Paul said, do not be anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Make your request known to God. It's a letting of the heart. It's a letting my heart keep. It is an exercise of my will. And it is an override of my emotions. Proverbs 3.2 goes on to say, Do this so that you will have peace. For length of days and years of life worth living, and tranquility and prosperity, the wholeness of life's blessing, they will add to you. So by remembering the teaching and letting my heart keep his commandments, I will have peace for my whole life. I have to use my knowledge, I have to use my mind, and I have to let my heart keep them. In Proverbs 3, 3, it says, Do not let mercy, kindness, and truth leave you. Instead, let these qualities define you. Bind them securely around your neck and write them on the tablet of your heart. I am to let mercy, kindness, and truth define me. Not inner criticism. Not what people say. But only what the word of God says. The passage in my Bible directs me to Colossians 3, 9 through 12. To summarize It says, do not lie to one another because I have stripped off the old self and its evil practices and I have put on the new self, the spiritual self and that self is being continually renewed in the true knowledge, in the image of him who created the new self. A renewal in which there is no distinction from where I came from but I am in Christ, and Christ in all. Colossians 3.12 says that I am God's chosen, that I am holy, that I am set apart, sanctified for his purpose, and I am well-beloved. Beloved here implies that I did absolutely nothing to receive it. It's passive. I am loved because I'm loved, because I'm loved by God. 
not because I cleaned myself up good enough, not because I fulfilled the Ten Commandments or the law, because I certainly did not. Only Christ has and will ever fulfill the law. It's not because I look good enough. It's not because I try hard enough. It's not because I have achieved anything. I am loved just because I am. It goes on to tell me to put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. If I am to let mercy, kindness, and truth define me, and I am to wear compassion, kindness, gentleness, and humility towards other people, and I am to love my neighbor as myself, that first means that towards myself, I must show mercy, kindness, truth, compassion, gentleness, humility, and patience. It's so easy to listen to the inner critic, to hear you're not good enough, nobody loves you, you're not smart enough, see you screw up every single time. It's been so long since I've listen to the inner critic that even now I'm trying to remember what my inner critic used to tell me. Her voice is not as loud as it used to be, but when she does speak, my inner critic, it gives me a sense of overwhelm, of anxiety, of not being loved, of being rejected. There's a fear that comes over me there is a condemnation, there is a heaviness, and there is a wanting to escape from it all, to not go to the word of God, to not pray, to not step out, to not believe all the things about me that God has said and what Jesus has done. In my own healing journey, I've had to learn to love myself because I cannot love you. I cannot love people around me. I cannot love my neighbor unless I first love myself. And I cannot love God fully unless I am first known that I am loved. The Bible says that we love because Christ first loved us. I do not love from a place of giving up and surrendering. It has to come from a knowledge and it has to come from an understanding and it has to come from me letting my heart keep the words that the Bible says. I have to actually realize that I am chosen, that I am holy, and that I am beloved. 
before I can wear and put on compassion, kindness, gentleness, humility, and patience towards you. So to my inner critic and to your inner critic, in order for you to live and operate in freedom and in peace and in joy and all of the fruits of the spirit that already live inside you because you have the Holy Spirit deposited into you only because of your belief in Christ and what he did on the cross. Have self-compassion, have self-kindness, self-gentleness, self-patience, and humility. First Corinthians 13, 13 says to have faith and hope and love, but the greatest of these is love. And the first thing that Paul says when he wrote this scripture, which is often recited at weddings, the first thing of this list of things is love is patient. So friend, are you being patient with yourself? Are you being compassionate with yourself? Are you being kind and gentle? My love for others grows out of God's love for me. And I didn't receive this love and you didn't receive this love because you earned it. It's so easy to talk about scriptures and throw scriptures at you and just keep telling you that you're loved. But if that hasn't come against your inner critic so far, then maybe we need to go back. Maybe the little girl, little boy that still lives inside you, the one that was sent to her room or he was told he was not a good boy. Words spoken over you by people that are supposed to love you. Your parents, your grandparents, your teachers. Love was supposed to come from them. but maybe they were hurt too. Maybe their inner critic was speaking so loudly to them and out of the heart the mouth speaks that they were unable to be compassionate to you because they were not compassionate to themselves. So Lord, help us forgive them in Jesus' name so that we may turn on ourselves no longer in hatred and judgment and rejection, but so that we can turn on ourselves in compassion, kindness, mercy, and truth. So think of the inner child that was rejected, that was neglected, that was condemned, that was sent to a room that was put away and love her 
love him. Scoop, scoop yourself up in your own arms now that you're an adult, now that you're a parent and you know what it is to look at a child and love that child with everything you have. Do that for yourself. Show her compassion and mercy and patience. We do not work for a place of love. We work from it. We do not work for a place of rest. We work from it. We do not work for peace. We work from peace. Love and rest and peace live within us. We must acknowledge it. We must keep it. And we must stop turning on ourselves in hatred and judgment and condemnation. I believe my purpose right now is to speak to the church. I believe the freedom that Christ has given me, I am to tell you about and to show you and to teach you how great would it be for our enemy to keep us bound up in our own self-hatred and our own self-pity and our own self-condemnation. He wouldn't have to do anything. He would just have to push a button, push a trigger, and off we would go because that's the way we've always done it. We've always listened to the inner critic. We've always turned in on ourselves and it's kept us in bondage and it's kept us a slave to the past. But what if we actually believe the word of God? What if we actually rested in love and peace and we knew that we are loved? We knew that what Christ did on the cross was enough and that is where we lived and worked from. We didn't work from achieving some number of followers on social media. We didn't achieve identity because of how much money is in our bank account or what kind of car we drove. We achieved it. We achieved freedom and identity and purpose because that's what we were created to be. We were not created to be bound up and locked down. We were not created to be in prisons in our own bodies. We were certainly not created to be prisons in our own minds, in our own emotions. So today, on the last day of 2019, on the last day of this decade, decide to stop listening to your inner critic, to stop listening to the voices that were spoken over you, 
so long ago to stop chastising the child within you and instead show her compassion, show him life, show him love. You are a good girl. You are a good boy. And you have permission to grow up and you have permission to be the person that you know you are inside of you. You have permission to walk in purpose and love and freedom and peace. You have permission to go. And you have permission to know that you are loved. You are worthy of love. And you are lovable. So take some time today as you sit and you listen and you hear your inner critic. Tell him to shut up. Tell him to go to the throne of God. You have permission to love yourself and show compassion and kindness and mercy. You have permission to be a puddle on the floor of emotions and cry out all the pain and the hurt that you may have been storing up within your body. You have permission to let go of all of those things. And in the new year, in the new decade, step into the freedom and the life that is already yours and do it from a place of love and self-compassion and love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Don't forget it. Let your heart keep it and keep moving forward. Thank you for listening to the Redefine Wellness Podcast. We upload podcasts every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Please subscribe and rate us, review us. If you would like more information about the intensive or our other programs, please go to redefinewellnessmn.com. Until next time, keep moving forward.